Flamingos by Ramya Pandian. I grew up in a city with names that were more poetic than its places. Churchgate, Chandivali, even Andheri. Like every suburban Mumbaikar, I knew the two kilometer radius around my patch of land and I knew it really well. I knew how many black pigs there were in Marol village. How many potholes there were on the road to Sahar airport. Everything else was just some other jungle. So in the mid-2000s, when I read the word chinch pokli in a job listing, I laughed. I'd heard the word before in a Hindi movie called Roop Ki Rani Choro Ka Raja, where Sridevi's character was called Princess Chaime Chini of Chinch Pokli. And at that time, I had thought that such a bizarre name could only exist in a screenwriter's imagination. It turns out, Chinchpokli is a real place. A real place in Bombay. South Bombay. Uh, not the South Bombay of the posh accents and the bhaya bhaya mineral water dena bhaya people. But the South Bombay of the mill workers who wrote the history of the city with their yarns and their dyes and fabrics for the rest of the country. Set up in the 1800s by the British in their landing port for easy shipping to Manjarpada, these textile mills had endured long after their founders left and carried this port into becoming the financial capital of this country. It was all gone by the time I went to work there, lost to years of union negotiations and trade strikes, closed after a century as the mill business moved away, shutting machines and lives in one fell swoop, leaving behind human beings caught in a full stop in time. All that remained was one broken window here, one weed-encrusted pillar there, a life-size set for a story called Cotton 65 Polyester 84 that I walked into every day in my Van Heusen suit, my arrow shirt. The boundaries of my geography grew as the history of the city shrank. The old mills were being reopened to make way for malls, loyalty programs, a popular night spot named after an amphibian in blue, as industrial pipes and open brick layouts became architectural fashion statements and the mill workers' faces hipster art for their walls. Across the road, life was being lived like a snapshot from a Doordarshan black and white program. There were dalda cans outside every house bearing tulsi and homegrown herbs. Old men sitting in street corners counting the fabrics worn by passers-by. Cotton 65, polyester 84, nylon, rayon, terricot. As kids chase cycle tires on sticks. There were places with names like Cotton Green and Shivri which had not heard of Wikipedia and Wikipedia had not heard about them either. In the monsoon, the drumming of the rain as well as the tinkle of bells from Lalbagh, home to the biggest deity of the city's proudest festival. And every day of my life that I added to the ones that went before mine, this city became a little more mine. Every morning, I would leave the billboards and high-rises of Andheri and take a train to a station that still had broken cobblestones in places, grass growing between their cracks. I would turn right at a shop that was selling phantom cigarettes and chillums at 8.30 in the morning. I'd walk through a bazaar hawking coloured powders, haldi, mirchi, rangoli powder maybe. 
and i would enter my office and i would wonder whether i dreamed it all up too much sun can do that to a mumbaiker who lives their entire life inside an office cubicle but in the evening i would come out into a culture of credit cards and neon signs parking lots replacing the bazaars and i would look up at the sooty chimney still bearing the legend phoenix mills and i would think walk respectfully when you enter here these are the tombstones of my city's past one day a newspaper article caught my eye it was a story announcing the pre monsoon showers accompanied by a national geographic style photograph of pink birds i looked at it and i thought where in bombay does this happen we are a city of crows with thieving intent and pigeons with stomach upsets flamingos flamingos look too pink to be real flamingos belong in alice's wonderland not my mumbai but the story said that the flamingos migrated to the marshland surrounding the city every year shivri station it said was the place to get down to go and see them that morning i took a harbour line train from platform 6 in andheri it turns out there was a train connecting my patch of land to theirs and when i got down at the slow station i half expected to see pink birds flying overhead then i took out the newspaper and i read the story again shivri station flamingos real place real birds to my west was the city in all the colors of progress cement gray steel silver shiny chrome tar black as construction workers mingled with old mill workers to my east was a blaze of green the kind of green that you never see in a mumbai summer some day i thought it's really hot today and i'm wearing high heels i can't go trampling through marshlands i have a meeting today about my promotion right after i finish this project right after that meeting i'll come back and i'll see the flamingos some day pre monsoon showers arrived and i was transferred to the andheri office at the end of the month i never had to go to shivri or chinchpokli again the newspapers have stopped carrying stories about the old textile mills shivri has been renamed lower kolaba even blue frog has shut down and given way to something newer while all around me people are weighed down by gst demonetization aadhar decriminalization recriminalization we are a city of plodders of grinding lives our lives can be changed with one move from delhi just like those mill workers all those years ago but in my mind i know a different place i remember an island where fish doesn't smell because it's so fresh out of the sea i remember when dalda cans told stories a place where mill workers children chased cycle tires and ate peppermint sticks called phantom cigarettes and i know now this annapurna blessed fishing village of a thousand names has pain it has poetry it has a history it has pink long winged birds that take flight every summer my city has flamingos